0: Welcome to the Life Adventurer Podcast, where we explore everything related to making digital transformations. As a full service development firm, we bring over a decade of experience in taking businesses from concept to product for whatever their software needs. Subscribe to hear more talks and tips on how to transform your business today. Hello and welcome to the Life of Venturet Podcast. This is your host, Alex Mershak. Today, I'm here with our very own Maka, Director of Product Design here at Venturet, as well as Valley, who's our product manager. Maka, Valley, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Alex. Um, thank you for this invitation. I'm so glad to be here with you guys on this amazing podcast.
2: Hi, Alex. Hi, Maka. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me today. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Well, thank, thank you for coming on. Um, so we're here today to talk a little bit about atomic design, but before we get into that, um, do you each want to just go a little bit uh, over what it is that you do here at Ventureit and maybe uh, how you got into that space? Uh, we'll start with Maka.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, as you said, I'm the uh, Director of Product Design in Ventureit. Uh, my professional title is uh, Interactive Media Designer. And I am mainly focused uh, working on UI and UX design for Venture Inc. I am leading the team, uh, the design team
2: in Colombia. And yeah, that's it. Okay. Hi, guys. So I am Bali. As Alex mentioned earlier, I am the product manager at Venture currently. Um, I've been at Venture for one year. One and a half years, I think, and as the same as Maka, my my official title is an interactive media designer as well. Um, my day in the life adventure is basically a lot of meetings actually with clients, developers, QA, project managers, you name it. So we solve day-to-day issues, we research and we're always trying to stay on trend. And there's also a lot of patience involved <laughs> to be able to design and help our clients design new experiences for them.
1: Yeah. Um Uh, I will will define my days uh, as a product designer, as a director of design inventory. It's a day of adventures and challenges. Um, Every day is different here. I think that we don't have any standard day We have many meetings, as Bali mentioned earlier, uh, with clients, with the team, uh, with different people uh, in the company. All the time we are uh, working on creating new things, making new designs, doing research, uh, learning, making a lot of mistakes, of course, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, if I were to define a day in the life of the design team at Venturi, I would say that it's a lot of hard teamwork while having fun
0: that's great that's great so um, like how did you decide uh when you when you decided that you wanted to be involved in design how did you choose um UX design and um decide that you wanted to become an interactive media designer
2: yeah so my story is a little bit um funny I think um As I was in my last years of high school, it was really hard for me to uh, find something that I was good at. Um, I wanted to tackle a lot of of areas that not necessarily speak to me, and I don't think I would be uh, very happy with those decisions if I had taken them. But when I first started university, I planned to do animation, which sounds like (laughs) very different from what we do now. Um, Animation was something that was sort of like called out to me. Um, I've loved Disney all my life so it was something that I don't know why I decided I thought I thought I would be good at that route um, but honestly I cannot draw to save my life. <laughs> um but still design interested me a lot so I started looking at other branches and our specific our career back when we were in university had a lot of things that we could um sort of research and learn about so um there was there were some classes in my university that were related to UX design. So I started thinking about the importance of that and how we could give users like exceptional experiences. So it it was most of it to have the opportunity to create people, to better people's lives through design. And we know that design is present everywhere in all the products that we use, whether they're technological or not. So that really uh, made me get more into it and here we are now. <laughs> it worked out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I totally um, agree with Bali. Um, I don't remember when I made that decision, to be honest, because I think that I was born with all the passion to create, to discover new things, create solutions for everything. Mm-hmm. And from a very young age, I started uh, participating in all these um, competitions, at school, uh, creative stuff and all the things. And I remember when I have my first experience with a computer, um, it was maybe twenty years ago, like in nineteen ninety-eight or something like that. And I remember that since that, I think uh, that I fell in love with computers and creating cool stuff using them. And then uh, when I was at the uh, yeah last year on the school, uh, I have to decide. Um, to what university um, I was planning to go. And then I found interactive media design. I was inspired by uh, animation at that Mm. moment, but just as Bali said, uh, when I started taking different classes in the university, I found that I'm super attracted to creating applications and digital products to make make our users and people's lives uh, easier um, that's it. And I remember that my first UI UX design or design job, yes, uh, was while, while making my, um, a prototype for my uh, graduation, uh, project. And yeah, it was very interesting for me. And I think that, uh, at that moment, at that moment, sorry, I found out that, um, I wanted to be UX designer for, you know, the rest of my life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, That's very interesting that you both sort of came at it uh, from the side of animation, but then uh, came around to, you know, really being interested in like the user experience of it. Um, One of the things that's always interesting to me about designers as someone who's not a designer is just how holistic they have to think um, in order to make what they're creating fit with all of the different constraints that are, you know, built into it. It's sort of, it's, it's very interesting how designers are able to compress information mm-hmm. and uh, account for, for many different things. So I wanna talk about one way, uh, one sort of methodology in design um, that I know that um, the two of you follow as part of our uh, design shop here at Venturet, uh, which okay. is atomic design. Um, so this is a way of organizing, organizing principle around design patterns Uh, And can you just explain a little bit to our listeners uh, what atomic design is and why it's important? And then maybe we can go into some examples.
1: Yeah, sure. Atomic design is a very useful methodology uh, that is basically implemented in order to create user interface design systems. Inventory, I think that this is the, it's the beginning of everything. Because we're going to have exactly the same things. We are going to have atoms molecules we are going to have organisms and more complex um, you know systems Mm. but I I, I want to give you uh, an example to make this idea clear for design the atoms are the smallest part of a design Uh, for example a text or a color minimum elements as same as in chemistry we have particles And those particles are combinations of atoms that, in our case, as designers, uh, it will be, for example, uh, bottoms that combines uh, shape and colors and text on other more complex combination of elements and so on. We have the same uh, dynamic in order to create more complex organisms and systems, as I said, uh, of elements such as contact forms, uh, images, carousels, galleries, and other complex components um, of the user interface. And uh, we think, we consider that this is very important and useful inventory because the, this methodology allows us to create an entire inventory of the components or the digital product. And also, this helps us to be consistent in the entire design save time and improve our collaborative work with, uh, I mean, between developers and designers. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a good way to work, you know, together, designers and developers and the other um, parts of the product
2: development process. Mm -hmm. I don't know, Bali, if you want to add something. Yeah, I was gonna say I agree like with everything you say. You said, um, and it also helps us stay organized. For me, organization is key when it comes to working. I feel mm-hmm. it makes a, of um an easier workflow. So uh atomic design definitely helps us stay more organized because we're working in steps. Um, we wrote a blog post in Venture.com about, uh, atomic design and also design systems. And we compared it somehow to baking a cake. When you bake a cake, you, uh, if you don't know, like bake, uh, Baking is very precise, so you have to have like the right amount of ingredients to do that. So our process to work is very similar to that, and design and Atomic Design helps us definitely stay on track and be able to deliver the best possible project to the client.
0: You're listening to the Life It Podcast. At Venturate, we specialize in producing smart applications using AI, machine learning, blockchain and iot you can learn about all our services at com. all right back to the show um so atomic design uh is very interesting because it breaks you know as you said it breaks every single component um of a view or application down into the smallest uh, possible part and the fact like the way in which it combines things means that it's consistent throughout so there's never anything um that's not you know fitting into something else all the atoms are part of some molecules uh and all of those molecules make up you know organisms components like that um so my understanding though is that atomic design is relatively new a relatively new methodology is that right
2: i guess we could say is a fairly new atomic design is actually a methodology created by um uh, Brad Frost.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So he, the, he published originally the book on 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So he provided like methodolo- a clear methodology to be able to create design systems through atomic designs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's definitely uh, a, a, an interesting paradigm um, to look at. Are there any other design methodologies that you uh, uh, implement here?
1: At the moment, uh, we are only using atomic design for the moment
2: i think is there one that best fits with our requirements and i think atomic design best fits us as well because if you take into consideration that some projects some clients um are not like a one time Development project, but they want to add things later on. Mm. With the atomic design, we would already have all the all the elements and all the guidelines that are going to help us create a new component. So it's not only going to make our lives easier, but it's also going to help the client by us delivering a consistent experience for them. So it's going to help us in the long run as well to keep all of our projects consistent. If we didn't have atomic design, if we didn't have this design systems, um, if if a client is going to come up later on and say like, oh, we need to add this to this product, then mm-hmm. it's going to be easy. It's going to be harder. Let, um, mm-hmm. We don't know if a, a new designer is going to join the team or something like that. And people have different ideas. So this definitely helps us stay on ground and deliver all always consistent uh, products.
0: Yeah. Perfect. And of course, part of that consistency is making sure that, um, you know, when we're building products, we're keeping in mind. Uh, you know, who the ultimate end user is going to be. And uh, accessibility is a big, crucial part of that nowadays. How do we make sure that our digital products here at Venture are accessible?
1: Being accessible is extremely important and it's mandatory today. I think it's not an option today not only in digital products, but in our daily environment. And it means the streets and supermarkets and schools, universities, parks, everywhere. And it also includes the digital world. Uh, It means products and the devices uh, with which interact on a daily basis. Um, Being accessible is not only about making our users' lives easy, and giving them a a unique experience. I think um, it goes further. It's uh, it's about being inclusive and making technology easy to use and democratic, something from everyone. Technology should be something from everyone. And it's not only about people with disabilities, it's most um, about, for example, for those users that are using outdated devices or users that are uh, connecting from, you know, um, different uh, parts of the world and they have, for example, low internet connections. uh, We have to make sure that our products are going to work well.
0: Uh, Thank you so much, Maka and Valley, for uh, coming on the show. We really appreciate it. And I hope you all enjoyed this uh, interview with uh, our our designers here at Ventureit.
2: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Life Adventure Podcast. On our next episode, we continue the conversation on how to bring accessibility to your digital products and the design trends for 2021. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends and family. For more information on our services and upcoming episodes, please visit adventure.com. Talk to you soon.